What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast and the Woman Who Win Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Mark, and I'm here with my beautiful husband, Brian Mark. And I'm Brian Mark. She's Kirsten Mark. I'm Brian Mark. You're the audience member. Together, we are the Marks. And together, we're the Marks with an audience because you're watching us. And we're about to make a mark on your life, no pun intended. You guys are about to get marked the fuck up. You guys are going to get marked. You're about to get marked. Yeah, Jax, Jax knows. Jax knows what it's like. Okay, guys, before we get into today's episode, I need to drop an exciting announcement. And that exciting announcement is that we just launched the PT Domination All Access Event tickets for the fourth ever event. The last event we had Philly sold out in four minutes. People were crying. It was amazing. And the next event, we're actually launching the tickets on Black Friday at 7 a.m. PST. It's going to be 25% off. It's going to be awesome. Today, we're talking about worst case scenarios. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Because... We're going to give you guys, we're going to tell you guys a little funny story about how me and my husband practiced worst case scenario this weekend. But I think a lot of you guys miss out on opportunities because you're scared Mm -hmm. and your fear takes over. So you don't take action because you're like, nah, like what's the worst that could happen? Shall we tell our story first? Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? So let's talk about this weekend. And this weekend, I feel like the last podcast, we dropped some super deep and vulnerable shit. So people are probably like, expecting to get smacked in the head don't <laughs> worry it's not that that's not this podcast this podcast is about dax all right more specifically dax so me and curtis went to dax this weekend and before we actually talk about us going to dax i want to give the backstory so dax for those of you guys that don't know go youtuber right now he's amazing he's, amazing. he's one of my yeah. favorite rappers and if you guys are looking for a specific song to look up for for dax then it is dax whack-ass rappers look that up and then listen to it it's amazing So I've loved Dax. And I remember showing Cursed, this rapper. I was like, I love this guy. He's my favorite. I look up to him, blah, blah, blah. His lyrics actually mean something. And so when Cursed and I got married, her like, her her decrement, she's like, what do I get get a man that can get himself anything? And like, he's, he really is hard to buy for you guys. Cause like he buys himself whatever he wants. So every single gift, like Christmas and his birthday, I'm like, I got to get creative. And I know how much Brian loves Dax. And so I'm like, I've like sneaked into so many famous people's DMs, like Justin Bieber, sorry if you ever see this, Paige Hathaway. And I was like, what's the worst that could happen if I message Dax and I was like, yo, do you want to be in a rap video with me for my husband's wedding video, like as a wedding present? And so I just like reached out and I was like, hey, my husband like literally fucking loves you. And the worst case scenario was that he says no. And I'm like, okay, love your rap, bye. But I reached out and I was like, hey, my husband loves you and I'm creating a rap video. Would you be a part of it with me? And he did say no. He said, I'm really busy, but how about this? I'll send you a video with your husband's name, just wishing him like a happy wedding day. And I was like, I will literally pay you thousands of dollars, please. Yes, 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 please. And he did. And Brian, it made- I pissed myself. He did. He threw, we were- I literally was sitting down on the wedding day and she made me this like cute little like rap about how- we were going to be together forever. Go look it up on YouTube. It's yes, hilarious. it's on YouTube. It. It's cute. It's super cute. So she made this like rap and she like got it professionally filmed with my friend Brendan. And then in the rap video that Kirsten made for our wedding day, all of a sudden, it was like, all I'm of gonna... a sudden, it's like, it's Dax. And then Dax is my favorite fucking rapper ever. And I was like, as soon as he came on, I shot out of my fucking chair. And then 
when he's like, yo, B Mark, I flipped. I wanted to flip the table. He's like, fucking no way. No way. But I didn't because it was our wedding and it was the head table. But that's besides the point. And let's talk about how fucking cool it was. It was like, I'm going to love you forever. And that's just facts. Here's a little message from your favorite rapper, Dax. And then Dax. And then he's like, yo, it's Dax. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, no way. Dax. What's the worst that could happen? So we get Dax to our wedding video, right? We're excited and uh, we're pumped. And Life goes on, whatever. Dax in a wedding video. Maybe we're friends one day. And um, <laughs> maybe he'll see this and he'll like us even more. So for my birthday, same situation. Kirsten asks herself the question, like, what can you get a man that can get himself anything? Yeah. And so um, what, she, what she did is she ended up searching where Dax was playing a concert. And she got me concert tickets to Dax. And I was fucking pumped, by the way. And by the way, I just want to give a quick shout out to the owner of Status Nightclub, uh, Salviero. So yes. Salviero Lovera. Like, that guy is like, I would go back just because he was like the nicest human ever. Yeah. So Salviar, if you happen to see this or hear this, then I just want you to know that you made that night amazing. Anyways, we go to Dex and Salviero. Chris, this is so what's the worst yes. that happened? So we're like, we wanted to get a good seat. So Kirsten's like, what's the worst that could happen? She's like, I'm going to message the nightclub to see if we yes. get a table. Even though it was all sold out. So she messaged, they emailed the nightclub and they got back to her and, and they were like, text me. And so they texted Kirsten and then... He's like, as soon as you get here, let me know and I'll come yeah. get you a booth. And I thought it was a little weird because I was like, he didn't say how much it was going to cost, anything. Like, I was like, okay, sure, I'll text him. So I'm like, I think we got a booth. I don't really know, but I have his number, so we're yes. good. So we ended up walking out to the front of the nightclub uh, to see Dax. And this guy, Salviero, comes out and he's like, Brian Mark. He's like, I knew it. He's like, I saw Kirsten Mark and I knew it must have been Brian and Kirsten Mark. He's like, I'm so happy you guys are yeah, here. Yeah. Like, welcome. We're so yeah. happy to host you. It's such an honor. I'm like, wow, that was cool. And you guys, he was following like the free VC movement. So again, like in the free VC movement, like, of course there was some fear there, but like, we went for it. Like, we're yeah. like, we're keeping our gym open. And like yeah. Brian and I together, like when we say that we're going to do something, like we are literally all in, like we are we all in. We don't hold or back yes, down. Yes. We don't have lack of integrity. And that we're all in. has came full circle into our life because the reason we got to skip the entire lineup and Which, get let into a booth massive, massive it was, disgusting. was because of that movement. We're tailing the story. Before tailing we the, the story. Lesson. So we're in the nightclub now. He ended up getting us a table near the front. And I want to meet Dax really fucking bad at this point, right? I'm like, I want to meet Dax. But they were all sold out. There was no VIP tickets. Yeah. There was no meet and greet tickets. I even messaged him. I wanted to meet Dax. She messaged Dax. Yeah. I even messaged Dax. I unsent the message, but I sent Dax a message (laughs) that said, I will pay you $10,000 for 10 minutes of your time. And then I was like, that's stupid. And then I unsent it. But anyways, so we (laughs) we go to Dax. We take a picture before we get to Dax and we go to Dax. And I'm like, what's the worst going to happen? I'm like, I'm going to ask Salviero if he can introduce me to Dax because he owns the nightclub. He's like, yo, bro, like, I don't know what kind of value I can give you, but I would love to meet Dax. We can set up the introduction. He's like, honestly, I don't think I can. I don't know. But I'm like, the worst that would happen is he says no, and I'm in the same fucking place anyways. So I asked. He ended up saying no. Long story short, we watched Dax. Best concert ever. Best concert Best concert ever. Yeah, concert it was time. so much fun. It was, like, so worth it, the drive yeah, and everything like everything. that. Watching him so perform fun. live. Again, go check out his YouTube if you haven't listened to Dax He's yet. He's honestly Fuck incredible. Fucking listen to Dax. Yeah. He's lit. Yeah. It was so good. And then after the concert, Aaron, Ashley, Brendan, and Megan wanted to leave. Yeah. It just wasn't really their scene. But me and Kirsten wanted, kind of wanted to meet Dax. We, I really wanted to. And I had this feeling in my gut. Like, yeah. I was like, I like know everyone wants to go right now. But I'm like, I don't want to leave without being like, you were in my wedding video. And I fucking appreciate you. Like, thank you so much for yeah. that. So we went yeah. back so, in. <laughs> so our friends left. We went back in the club. Yeah. Without VIP tickets and without me. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. And 
we just had willpower. So we're like, how the fuck are we going to meet this motherfucker? So we saw at the back, there was like a line up to meet Dax. We had no VIP tickets. Yeah. Uh, Sal Vieira, the club owner, had already said no to introducing us. Yeah. So, and we like went back, went to the line and we got in line and we were like, oh shit, looks like they're not checking wristbands. So we're like, they're not checking tickets. We're like, we're fucking good. So we're just going to stand in line. And then I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. Then Kirsten was like, dude, they're checking wristbands. She's like, I don't know if we should be in line. And I was like, we're already fucking here. Let's just stay. Let's just fucking and I was stay like, all right, let's and stay. see what happens. Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder how much money I have in my pocket. So I like went into my pocket. I had $40 in cash, which that's not really enough to pay off a bouncer. But <laughs> I like took the $40 in cash and I rolled it up and I made it look like it was like, like a fat sack. <laughs> and then we got up to the front of the line and the bouncer looked at me. He's like, where's your wristband? And I was like, I don't have a wristband, but it was my birthday. And here's some money. And he like took the money. He's like, all right. And he like let me in. And then as soon as Dax saw us, he pointed at yes, me and he's yes. like, yo, he's like, you left me on red. And I was like, what? He's like, you left me on red. I sent you a DM before the concert. He's like, I sent you a DM and you left me on red. And I looked at my Instagram. I was like, holy fuck. I tagged Dax my photo and he's like, I'll see you at the concert. And yeah. I left him on red. But he recognized me right away. Then he points at Curse. Yeah. He's like, I sent you a video for your wedding. Yeah. And he like came up to us and we were like, what the fuck? What the fuck? This is fucking Dax. Yes. What the fuck? My, like my idol. I think this I is like my Justin Bieber like, for literally, like literally Brian's idol. And I was just like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. He's just like the most genuine human being. His lyrics, like, well, if you listen to him, like you'll learn something. And I think that's one of my favorite parts about him is that I actually learned through his music. But we just like went for it. We just went for we it. We just went for it. And like any point throughout this fucking the kerfuffle. There's a couple points that we want to make. So now mm-hmm. we can talk. Now we can teach them about the lesson. Yes. At any point during this kerfuffle, one of us could have fucked this up. Because if one of us had limiting beliefs about what was going to happen, mm-hmm. and they would have placed that limitation on the other person, we yeah. would have left. Like, if Kristen would have been like, there's no way we're going to meet him. Let's just fucking leave. Or yeah. if me, if I was like, we need to fucking go. I don't want to waste my fucking time standing yeah. in this stupid line, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Then we would have left. And so I want to talk a little bit before, and then I'll let you talk about the rejection thing. Yeah. I want to talk about environment for a second. Let's talk about environment. When you're going after goals, dreams, ambitions, passions, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you want to do, the people that are around you are either going to support you and cheer you on, or they're going to drag you the fuck down with their negative opinions. Because at any point throughout that series of events, if one of us would have been like, fuck that, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Then the other person wouldn't have done it. And I wouldn't have gotten to meet Dax, which is like actually my idol. Like I fucking like, He's my Justin Bieber, let's be honest. Yes. But at any point, if I would have been like, oh, you know, blah, 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 or she would have been like, no, you know, and like cast limitations on the other person, then we wouldn't have gotten it. So I think we really need to have a conversation about like the type of people that you're allowing in your life. Because if you're on a weight loss journey, as an example, and you're like trying to lose weight and you're excited about it and your partner's like, why the fuck are you eating that? Mm-hmm. That's gross. Why are you spending so much time at the gym? What are you doing? There's no point. You're just going to gain the weight anyways. Mm-hmm. Like somebody's planting seeds of doubt in you like you're not going to go after the things that you wanted so the first lesson that we want to kind of go over here is your environment yeah like the people that you have around you like are the people that you have around you cheering you on and encouraging you to go after things that are maybe scary or outside the norm or are they giving you realistic pessimistic opinions that are holding you back so that's the first lesson and i think that like it's about being on your partner's team so when Brian's prepping for competitions, like I don't do competitions and I probably never will, but like, I'm not eating and ordering pizza every single weekend and going out and fucking getting shit based because I know that would be super triggering to you. You're like, I'm like 
in routine. And so for me, like I'm always on Brian's team and Brian's always on my team. And that's why we've been able to kind of like start from here and work up to here is because when we're not on each other's team, we have a conversation and we get back on each other's team. So that night we were just on each other's team. He was like, nope, we're standing in this line. I was like, absolutely. Let's do it. What's the worst that could happen? So I think like whether or not your partner's participating in your fitness journey, because you used weight loss as an example, they need to be on your team, man. Like I'm not doing a competition with Brian, but I'm on Brian's team. So I know like, I'm not going to eat out every weekend Mm -hmm. because like he's doing something that's like benefiting himself. And I'm going to be supportive and be on his team throughout that journey. Mm. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Now let's talk about the idea of how, like when we talk about what's the worst that could happen, I think a lot of people just sit with that mm-hmm. and then they play out all these fucking scenarios. I'm not even going to message him because he's not going to message me back. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go for it because I'm not, there's no way I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wait in that stupid fucking line. There's no point in me even trying to start this business. Mm-hmm. Like, so a lot of people play on these like worst case scenarios. And as a result of playing on these worst case scenarios, they feel anxiety about the future something that hasn't even happened yet and they never go for it. What's your opinion on going after the things that you want? Well, I think too, like if you're feeling anxiety about going for a certain situation, that's going to show up in your attitude. So like, you're not going to act confident if you're anxious and thinking about constantly thinking about the worst thing that could happen. Mm-hmm. So okay, can you repeat the question again? So, like, so like, why did you message Dax? Why did we message this out of the, what is it inside of you that like makes you go for things that most people might not go for? Because I understand that I'm Kirsten Mark and if I want something bad enough, I get it. But in order for that statement to be true, I actually have to go for the things that I want. So Say it's like, yeah, so I'm Kristen Mark. And when I want something, I get it. But in order for me to get the things I want, I have to go and get them myself. Yes. So it's like, I like, just don't take no as an answer. Like I just don't. And like, if I want something like everything in my life, like this, this house, this husband, this relationship, my daughter, all these things are a compilation of my actions over the last years. Right. And so it fucking really ticks me off when someone's like, God, that Kirsten Mark chick has that like hot fucking hunky husband with a Lamborghini. What a lucky girl. I'm like, yo, bitch, I worked my ass off to get here. Like, I, you, you know what I again? mean? Like, I'm not lucky. We are lucky to have each other. Want to say that part again? Hot, hunky, handsome, dark skinned fella. I like this. Come she on is lucky. She is lucky. Look it up. Look it up. Honestly, though, like, I get that all the time. People are like, she's so lucky. She's so lucky. And it honestly, it's quite frustrating to me because, like, if I was a piece of shit with no work ethic who didn't go after my dreams, Brian and I wouldn't be together. We're both so committed to our vision that like when we got together, we just got better. Like we both had our demons, but we got on the same team and we worked through things and we worked through things and we worked through things. And it's because we go after what we want. And let's talk about that. We're talking about going after what you want. Going after what that's, you want. That's the conversation. Yes, yes. Now we're getting into it. Yes. So the story led to the conversation, led to the lesson, which is going after what you want. Another perfect example of going after what you want is yes. little Jackson yes. in this room. Because little Jackson, for those of you guys that don't know the story, I have a 19-year-old that's yes. a little mentee that is, follows me around. He's pretty cool. Our adopted Sometimes. son. Yeah, he's our adopted son. He's <laughs> all very small, but other than that. but so <laughs> Kind of has a straggly beard, but, but we love, really but we cool love him. We love him. We love him. We love him. <laughs> we love him. 
So Jax sent me a DM. This was when he was in high school. And he sent me a DM on Iron Energy Instagram. And he literally said, hey, I think I still have the message, actually. I'll, I'll read it out one day. Yeah. It was, it was something along the lines of like, hey, my name is Jackson Armstrong. I'm in an entrepreneur class. And I don't know if Mr. Mark will see this. He did call me Mr. Mark. I don't know if Mr. Mark will see this, but if he does, like, I would love an opportunity to interview him for my local entrepreneur class. Again, don't know if you'll see it, but like, it would be nice to interview like a local successful entrepreneur. And I remember seeing that DM and I thought to myself, I'm like, this is a kid that's going after what he wants. I'm like, I like this kid. So I like literally sent him a voice note back. I'm like, dude, let's do it. I was like, I'm too busy to like meet you at the gym. I'm like, but you can come to my house. And so he ended yes. up coming to my house with his boy, Matias, right? It was so cute. No, it wasn't Matias. Yeah, yeah, Mateo. So he came to my house with Matias. It's not like Same fucking fault, potato, right? potato. Starts with potato, potato. So he came to my M-A-T. house with his boy, Mateo. And, and after coming to my house, I realized that he had an entrepreneurial spirit. Like I realized that he had that trait. And I was like, this is cool. I love it. And I was like, I want to get this. Like, I want to get this kid. I want to help this kid. So I asked him if he wanted to follow me around with the video camera. And now he follows me around with the video camera eight to 10 he's, hours a day. He's just a part of our family. Yeah. Like I invited him to my birthday dinner, not even like as I'm like, you don't have to film it. I just want you to be there. Yeah. It's just a part of our By the way, Matthias, I wasn't saying your name wrong. I, I was saying the wrong person. So yes. that's why that yes. thing was happening. So, but Jax goes after what he wants. Like another really good example of that is the bowling alley. I wanted to can I tell this story. Yeah, you're telling the story. Yeah, I tell this story. Yeah. Okay, so at the bowling alley, he thinks this girl's cute, and I'm like, go ask her out, right? And he's like, oh man, he's like doing his little thing. He's like, fuck. So he goes up there, and I see him like, oh my god. And he asks this girl, and she ends up having a boyfriend. He comes back, he's like, well, that was a no, and he just laughs about it. But it's like that, like literally, was the worst thing that could happen, and he just laughed it off. I think like if you're just being yourself, and somebody yeah. says no to you, then like. Matthias says, says no game. So exactly. another another example of this, guys. So you got you got to remember this. Okay, so Jax is 19 years old. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna keep using Jax because he's a really good example. Yeah, he's a good character. example. He's a good Jax example. is 19 years old. Phil Heath, seven time world champion, oh my God. comes to my fucking house, and the first thing Jax says to me is like, "Can I give him a pair of Madonna shorts?" Like honestly, go ahead, dude. Go ahead. The fact that he's even thinking like that, yeah, is why he's gonna be successful. And so like. The invitation for this is like a lot of you guys struggle because Mm -hmm. you will not go after the things that you want. Mm -hmm. And the reason that you won't go after the things that you want is twofold. Number one is your environment doesn't support it. Yeah. You know, your significant other, your partner, your friends, your family are fucking planting seeds of doubt inside of you and telling you that it's not going to be possible that you should go after something more realistic and that, you know, the people online, there's no way that they're doing the things that they say they're doing. Right. So it's like so many people have these like, like unrealistic limiting beliefs and then they just cast those on other people so yeah. one of the reasons most people don't go after what they want is their environment mm-hmm. it's the people that they're surrounding themselves with the second thing is rejection and people are just mm-hmm. afraid of rejection so they never go for it and i think i want to add the third thing that might piss some of you guys off but i'm going to say it anyways my third thing is that you don't actually want it people will say let's do both mm-hmm. case scenarios so for me, people will say like, I like so badly want to lose weight, but I can't afford $59.99 to pay for your program. I'm like, you don't want it bad enough. You can go fucking collect bottles and make $59.99 to pay for a program that's going to help you lose weight. If you want to lose weight, you're not binge eating pizza every single Dude, weekend. I, I, I think then, I fuck, sorry, go ahead. I'm fucking going to rant after you. Go yeah. Ahead. And then also, so when it comes to like business, because obviously Brian runs a business, there's these people that are working three hours a day and are fucking exhausted, but they want to make 10K. But it's like, you like in order to build a successful business, like I'm not trying to like cheat my own horn, but at the beginning stages of my business, how much did I work? A lot. And a lot. A lot. And I want to touch yeah. on that for a second yeah. because this is easy for a lot of people because like a lot of people are like, yeah, it's easy for you to say, Brian, you fucking made it. 
I fucking made it yeah. because I was willing to die on the sword. We, I, I, I mean, I want to own yeah. it for a second. I yeah. made it because I was willing to die on the sword. When I was like a drug addict and I was overcoming that addiction, I was literally flat broke. Every yeah. dollar that I made, I sent to drug dealers so that they didn't come and kill me because I owed them money. And still, I was finding a way to get myself into environments with high level people. Mm-hmm. I remember one month, I literally had, I was eating fucking like tuna and rice for a month because I wanted to spend the extra thousand dollars that I had on a mentor on an event. And I took exactly. a fucking Greyhound bus across the country, 72 hours to meet this individual because I couldn't afford a plane ticket. Yeah. Like, that's the fucking level I play at. Yeah. I'm willing to die on the sword. Yeah. A lot of you guys are like, oh, you know, I want to be successful, but like, I've got, you know, but, a few, but, a few but. grand in the bank, but I'm yeah. saving it up for a fucking rainy day. Like, that's why you're never going to be successful. Yeah. It's like, I'm willing yeah. to die on the sword. I'm willing to go all in. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And that level of like hunger and desire and passion towards the things that I want is why things unfold for me. It's yeah. like, you guys think that I have it easy now. It's like, this wasn't a fucking easy journey. No. This is a very challenging journey. No. And it still is on a day-to-day basis. But yes. I'm willing to go all in. My environment supports me now. Yeah. Because like, I built a circle yeah. of friends and family that all yeah. go all in. And it's also like, I'm not afraid of failure. Because even if I fall flat on my face, mm-hmm. I've been through enough adversity to know that I just need to stand up one more time. Absolutely. So I think like a lot of you guys, fucking mic drop. A lot of you guys just aren't clear on what you want because if you actually wanted something, your level of work ethic would match the level of work ethic me and Brian bring to our each and every single one of our days. And like, we're now in this like 6,500 square foot house, but we came from a 600 square foot condo where when COVID hit, we moved out our fucking living room to make a gym, to make things work. So that's like, where we, that started the podcast. Yes, that's I started the started. podcast in the fucking kitchen. Dude, and it was square so annoying. Like we couldn't, like we couldn't do like Brian, we'd be on a live stream. I'd have to do a live stream outside. Like we didn't just snap our fingers and magically like have this house and this like marriage and this, like we've gone through it. So it's like, get clear on what you want. And then, yeah, like your environment needs to support you. Like a lot of you guys stay in relationships that like clearly aren't good for you. And it's like, if you're in a relationship, that isn't good for you. If you're in a relationship that isn't supporting you, I would bet my fucking this cup. I would bet this yellow cup, something more that you're not going to get where you want to be because that person isn't in your corner. And so you're constantly not only dealing with your own self-limiting beliefs, but now you're dealing with the limiting beliefs of your fucking partner mm-hmm. that they're projecting onto you. I'm going to stir the pot a little bit more too. Yeah. Here's a fucking, here's another stir pot. It, stir. Baby. Stir right, it. Here's another pot. Stir, stir it. For all of you motherfuckers that think I'm lucky for all of you people that think I have it. Like I had it easy. For yes. all the individuals that would like to write off my success as like an anomaly, as in like it's impossible to achieve the level of success that I want to achieve. I want you to understand that I have eight trainers in my program that make $100,000 plus per month. Eight. So it's not just fucking me anymore. It's been proven that it works for other people. I want you to understand that if you're not successful right now, it has nothing to fucking do with inflation, nothing mm-hmm. to do with the gas prices. Mm-hmm. If you're not fit right now, it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the fact that you can't no. afford healthy groceries. No. It has everything to do with the fact that you don't fucking want it bad enough. Yes, exactly. Straight exactly. up. Because if you exactly. wanted it bad enough, it you doesn't do it. fucking matter. Yes. You would do workouts in your fucking basement with your shoes and you do curls with soup cans. That's what that's I did. It. That's how bad you need that's to what want I did. it. But a lot of you guys aren't willing to go that extra mile. A lot of you guys aren't willing to put in those six, eight, 10, 12, 16 hour days sometimes in order to be successful. It's easier to point the finger at successful people and be like, oh, like those people fucking, the you world know, is hard. the world is hard and the those people have it hard. easy. Yes, no yes. motherfucker. I'm just working harder. What you focus on expands. So if you're focused on the fact that the world fucking sucks, that's what you're going to get every single day. If you start focusing on the fact that like 
you are capable, you are worthy, and you are able to create a life that you want, that's what's going to start to happen. So I feel like I've started to take more of a tough love approach because like, I just like don't buy it when someone's like, don't have the time. It's like, you don't have the fucking time to take care of yourself. I'm sorry, what? Like, this is like our vessel, our temple. This is the only body that we're going to live in for the rest of our life. And I spent way too long treating it like shit for years and years and years to like, it blows my mind that like that time is still being used as an excuse. Cause it's like, to me, my workouts in the morning and like, if it's not workouts, it's like movement. It's like fueling your body, whatever it is. But it's like, that is equally as important to me as my business is straight up. I fucking love the girls in my group. They know this, but I will not skip a workout to serve my clients because then they're going to get a half-assed version of me. And I think that when you take care of yourself and you prioritize yourself, that that's when abundance comes. Mm -hmm. Do you think that we would have been able to create this life if we just fucking were binge drinking and eating like shit every weekend? Dude, the reason- Absolutely not. The reason I think that's like, let's talk about this for a second. Cause like right now we're doing like a Monday podcast, it's Monday the Marks. And yeah. A lot of the concepts we're talking about are they intertwined. And the reason is like, you can't have fitness without business. And nope. You can't have business without fitness. Exactly. Even like somebody like Richard Branson, who has nothing to do with the fitness business at all, yeah. said that the number one habit that helps him become a productive entrepreneur is exercise. Boom. So it's like, we're having a conversation right now about the same thing. It's like, let's talk about fitness for a second. Mm -hmm. I view it as my obligation. It's my responsibility yep. to be in fucking optimal shape yep. because it's like, I know the personal trainers look to me and if they look at me and they're like, this guy doesn't even work out. Why is he coaching us? That's exactly. number one. Number two, I own a gym and I know that people are like, how the fuck am I going to tell people to work out if I'm not working out myself? And number mm -hmm. three, it's like, I want to be a good example for Haley. Yes. I want to be yes. a good example for my kid. Yeah. I want to be a good example for that individual who's now 14 years old and going to the gym with us at four o'clock in the morning. And the mm -hmm. reason she's doing that is because I do that. That's the type of example that I want to set. That's the type of leader that I want to be. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to my business, like I don't fucking quit when it gets hard because I'm not a weak motherfucker and I don't want to pass that on to my kids. Dude, absolutely. I also don't want to pass that on to my clients. No. Like I don't want to be weak. I don't want to give in every time it gets hard. And like, let's just be a call a spade a spade. Like a lot of people complain about shit that doesn't really need to be complained about. Yeah. And it's agreed. like a lot of people make mountains out of molehills. And as yeah. a result, they catch themselves in this like super anxious or like overwhelmed state because they're making small things, big things. When like, if you just take a zoom back, like think like 10, 20, 30 years in the future, or if you're not going to be thinking about this problem, then stop thinking about it right now. Agreed. Right. Just keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Absolutely. It's all intertwined. And I just, yeah, I agree with absolutely everything that you said. So I think that you should get clear on you, what you want. Go for it. Don't be afraid of rejection and make sure that your surroundings are optimal. And it's cool because I'm sure like we got a bunch of my clients and your clients, but you guys have joined an online world where you now have that surrounding. So if you don't have it directly at home, maybe it's not like your friends and your hometown or your partner at this moment. Um, it doesn't have to be someone that's like physically you can touch. It can be an online space that you can be yourself and just grow and thrive in. Bet. 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 Mic drop. Mic drop. One, two, two three. three. Bet. Oh. Okay, guys, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can find me on Instagram, The Real Kirsten Mark, Facebook, Kirsten Mark, TikTok, Kirsten Mark, or Kmark Fit, and YouTube, Kirsten Mark. Peace. Boom. Love and protein. Have the best day of your life. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Best day of your entire life.